Welcome to Rise Up in Business, the law podcast for small business owners. I'm your host, Tracy Mylacrane. I'm a business lawyer, an entrepreneur, and very much a realist. Rise Up in Business is designed to share with small business owners important legal information and some clever tips and tricks in short and sharp episodes, no legal jargon. With this podcast, I want to empower small business owners to rise up and take control in their business. I'll be here every Wednesday to tell you what you need to know without sending you to sleep. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Rise Up in Business podcast. Today, I'm very happy to say I'm joined by the very lovely Emma McQueen. Emma is a business coach, and I have come to know Emma quite well over the past little while. I have attended some of Emma's events, which are packed with value. And what I really love about Emma, and this is why I wanted to bring her on, is there is a real freshness to the way she approaches supporting women in business and life, basically. And there's a real synergy between Emma and I, which I love. And I wanted to share that with my listeners today on this episode. Emma, welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm like so excited to be here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy to be having this chat with you. As you know, I stalked you on Instagram for about 12 months before we actually ever connected. The beautiful world of Instagram yields a great result yet again. I really love it. But I've just always resonated with your approach to business and your freshness and your perspective, which is very real. And I think that that's unique. And so I'm feel that the listeners are very lucky to be listening to us having this chat today. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to give your listeners whatever it is that they're looking for. Ah. (laughs) So business coaching, there's business coaches and there's business coaches. Yes. (laughs) I've, I've discovered that. And I know from speaking to a lot of my clients that there are some real blocks around small business owners reaching out to a business coach because the feedback I get is we just don't know whether what we see on Instagram is going to be real or not and whether it's lip service. And I can honestly hand on heart say that with you, it is real. What you see on social media with Emma McQueen is Emma McQueen. And I love that about you. I'm so glad because I think you're right. I think on Instagram, you know, it's it can be highlight real stuff. And I think if you the most disappointing I get is when I see someone on Instagram and then I meet them in real life and they're nothing like what they are on Instagram and I feel so disappointed. Yes, that's that's right. And running a values-led business, as you do, we don't do that. So that's not us. And I think that's one of the reasons why there's such a synergy between you and I, which is nice. And it's nice to be able to say to people that um, that I do know you and that you are just as you appear. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you are just as you appear. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. So tell us a little bit about you, Emma, and what it is that you do. Beautiful. Well, you know, I think business coaching does get a bit of a hard rap sometimes. I, and I think that's for a variety of reasons, by the way, I think people go through a life experience and then feel like they're, they have the skills and knowledge to be able to coach someone else. For me, I did 12 years at World Vision Australia. Before that, I was in corporate, so I moved from corporate to not-for-profit. And I'm on the Faculty of Women in Leadership Australia, and I have coached many women. Someone asked me the other day, how many people do you reckon you've coached? And I, I really had to think about it, and I was like hundreds, and I'm like, I reckon thousands. Wow. I reckon there's a lot. <laughs> yes. Wow, that is tried and tested. That <laughs> yeah. is where the rubber hits the road. There's my 10,000 hours as an expert, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And what drives you in your business? Because your business, it is unique, I find, in my experience in dealing with you and dealing with clients who, well, clients that I refer to you and, and clients that you've referred to me. So I've got not only my own experience in working with you and joining some of your online events, but also the feedback I get from clients who work with you. There is something very unique about you. So what is it that drives your business and sets you apart, do you think? Oh, that's a good question. Jeez, hit me with the tough one straight up, what I am. Uh, I think it's, you know, I went into business to help women mainly. I mean, it's a great secret that I work with guys, but if you look on my website, it looks like I only deal with women and it's very pink, right? <laughs> so there's that. But I went into business because I felt like everyone that I was coaching in my organisation, especially women, and through my role as on faculty of women in leadership, they all had this thing where they had so much potential but just lacked that little bit of confidence to get going. And so I figured if I can tap into that potential that they don't even know they have, how awesome would that be to help them get unstuck and move on with whatever they want to do in life? That, and also I went out on my own so I could wear jeans every day because, yeah. you know, <laughs> who wants to rock up in a corporate suit every day? <laughs> oh, I hear you. I yeah. hear you. And now in lockdown, um, mm -hmm. active wear for me. <laughs> I haven't done active wear yet. Oh, no. you've got standards. <laughs> I mean, I also have a personal stylist, so I have to meet her standards. And she sees me quite a lot. So I have to be Accountability, you know. and that's a big one. And that dovetails into the next thing I want to touch on. Something that you do focus on helping women through or business owners through a lot is the overwhelm. And that's near and dear to my heart because it is no secret that I've identified in myself since running my own business that I do have a tendency to go into overwhelm really easily if scarcity mindset kicks in, if fear kicks in, or if lack of clarity kicks in. So for me, it is a real hurdle, I suppose, that I need strategies to work through. And I know from what I know of you and, and from following you that that's something that you help women with a lot. How common is it? Oh, my goodness. It's so common. It's so common. Overwhelm. And everyone has a different level, I guess, of, in terms of overwhelm. Like so it might just be a small threshold for some people or a higher threshold for others. And I think overwhelm is when you've just got way too many things to do and, one, you don't know where to start or that to-do list that never ends. And as a business owner, when does it ever end? Never, right? When you're first starting out, depending, I bootstrapped my whole business up front. So I was, it was just me. So I had to do everything. And eventually you get to a stage where you're able to sell enough stuff and get enough revenue in and profit in that you can start outsourcing and stuff. But I think the thing for me about overwhelm, I just ask one question. And the question is, what is the thing that needs to keep you moving right now? And most people go, okay, well, it's revenue. I'm like, great. Well, what's the one thing we can do to help with revenue? Or it might be, I need to improve my systems and processes because I'm hard to buy. Great. What's one thing we can do? And I think as business owners, we see this big, long list and we just sit there and it's a bit of analysis paralysis, right? I've never recommended to do lists. So funny. I do three things a day and that's it because that makes me feel like I've achieved stuff. <laughs> That's so clever. I'm actually just sitting here at the moment as you're talking going, ooh, that's something that <laughs> I need to work on. So I've just been through the process of outsourcing my inbox to my VA and that has been a huge, huge game changer for me. It's only been a week and I already feel like a, a new person. And you're right, it is 
analysis by paralysis by analysis is that what you said i don't know one analysis paralysis i don't know and it's true and and this is what i find with women that come to see me so often people will come to me and they will say i know i need your help but i don't know what i need can you help me yeah yes clean slate of course i can and i have a system and a process that i work through for that but then there's only so much i can do and that's when it comes to all right well i can now hand you over and pop you in the hands of somebody that I know is going to be able to help you in this next little bit. And and that what you're saying touches on exactly that and the journey. Tell us about the journey from there for you. So there's a few different ways people can work with you. Yeah, there's a couple of different ways. Uh, I do. I'm a, I'm a bit of a dinosaur trace. So everyone is giving up one-on-one coaching and going to group coaching. I am not. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. Just, I like one-on-one coaching. That's like my sweet spot. Someone said to me the other day, but, you know, you could do this and you could do this. I'm like, yeah, I could, but I know the impact that one-on-one makes. I know the impact that cheerleading someone, you know, makes. I know that when I'm present with that person, they're going to get the results that they need. So I'm really resistant. But uh, anyway, so you can work with me one-on-one. I run some events which are just based on my name, right, Business with the Queen, which is like a 90-minute networking Zoom, which is awesome because nationally everyone can just jump on. We've got one left. So I do a bit of content and then I I really want to make it so that like-minded women can just get together. And what do you do? Who can you refer? How do we do referrals well? How do we be generous? How do we be in service? And then I've got the Go-Getter series. So, you know, Go-Getter online, which is two hours just to get some shiz done, which everyone thinks is amazing when they come in. And it's hard to sell though, right? Because everyone's like, I don't need two hours to get shiz done. I don't need to jump on a Zoom with Emma McQueen. And I'm like, try it first and then. Yes, you do. I'm here to say, yes, you do. I've done a couple of those and they are in my calendar now going forward quarterly because that's when you do them. It is quarterly, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't missed one. I actually find that there's a permission element to that. And so when I when I register for those and I go, fantastic, I'm going to be surrounded by some really kick-ass women for the next two hours and Emma's going to hold us to account. And there's been some great tidbits that I've picked up and tips from other women in those environments. But in that two hours, it's permission for me to not answer emails, to not answer my phone, to not answer my husband, to stay focused <laughs> on what it is I want to stay focused on. For me, it's almost it's almost liberating. So it doesn't feel indulgent. It feels like it's a necessary and I love them. Love them. It's totally unnecessary. And the thing that I don't, the the number one common complaint I get from women is I don't have time to work on my business. I only work in my business. So you've got to carve the time out, regardless of whether you come along to that or you just carve it out in your diary. But I think doing it with others who are also working on their business, there's something special and magical about that as well. It's just a little bit inspiring, to be honest. And just to hear what others are doing, what are they working on? I love that we share what we're working on. And then some I find it a little bit inspiring because then I get ideas from others and go, oh, I haven't done that. <gasps> Let's do that yes. too. I actually do because being True. a business owner, especially when we're most of us operate on our own, so we've got teams, but the business is ours and we're the one making the decisions. It's really nice to be surrounded by others in the same boat just to share some experiences. I love that. I really love that. And, of course, that's my experience in working with you. And I'm really happy that we've talked to the audience, the listeners today, on how it is they can work with you. And I'm so delighted to hear that you're not going to let go of one-on-one coaching because there is value in that, so much value in that. I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a joiner. I'm not much of a group person. I don't like to share in groups like that. So the one-on-one resonates with me. It's because you're an introvert. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. As are you. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes. I think the other thing is one of my strengths is relater, right? So a relater doesn't walk into a party and goes, yeah, I want to meet everyone. A relater walks into a party and goes, three or four people, I'm good. Some deep relationships. And that's what I'm like. I like the depth of relationship and I really like the journey. I like someone coming to me and going, this is what I need to work on. And us being able to look back over 12 months, two years, three years and go, look how much you've achieved. That beautiful, <laughs> that beautiful perspective that us business owners tend to need a hand to see sometimes because we're our own harshest critics. Oh, yes. Indeed. Yes, it's, it's the irony of being too close to your own stuff too sometimes. Yeah, it is. And look, we're going to pop your website details in the show notes as well so people can dive on and have a read about some of these fabulous events and your coaching as well through there. You and I have also worked together in another capacity where you've been my client and that was so much fun. Can you tell us a bit about that? What was it like working with me? Well, it was so, I mean, mm, I knew you'd make it easy because like you, I still a bit of stalking on Instagram. And, you know, I had an idea in my mind on what I wanted because I, I wanted something a bit out of the out of the box not you know like not just your your normal take it off the shelf and do something with it I really wanted the brand of Emma McQueen the essence of Emma McQueen to really shine through in my legals and some people think you might go who cares but I really cared and I really wanted my personality to come out in our legals and especially in our services so we did I think we did four four things legal documents and two of them are client facing and the others are hidden behind some website stuff and privacy policy and stuff but the the ones that were client facing I wanted it to be easy to understand and do you know what I loved I loved that I was like I want it to be flexible Trace I want it to be this and I want it to be that and you're like yeah we can do all that and then eventually you were like it's good to get it in black and white and then you can be flexible. And I thought, yeah, she's letting me be flexible, but only only in a way that's legal and makes sense. Only on my and terms, that's right. I, mean, I, knew, I was going to say that, but, you know. And I thought to myself, that's really in service, like because you're looking out for my business and whilst I want to make it a certain way, the Emma McQueen way, and everything that we do runs the values of Emma McQueen run through our business, right? So our values are kindness and generosity, and that's how I wanted my legals to be. And the beautiful thing about you is as you were educating us on it, you were like, well, you can be as generous as you like, but if you've got to have a stock standard, almost a baseline to work from. Yes, <laughs> and I love what you said about the educating you through the process because that is at the core of my business values because it's no good to me. I'm not interested at all in doing what previous experience is and what I know lots of other lawyers like to do, which is just tick and flick. Here's my template, change the names and out you go. I'm all about the educating and empowering my clients. And I'm just loving to hear you use my language right back at me to educate there you, you through that process. And just, I've done the wrong, I'm a good student. <laughs> yes, you are. And it was and it was so much fun too, I must say. I mean, I, I think I could tell by the look on your face and your level of enthusiasm when we started that you weren't all that excited about spending an hour with me to go through legals. But it really wasn't that dull and boring, was it? No, it really wasn't. I'm sorry you felt that way. No, That's not nice. No, it's the reality <laughs> of what I do. And I love the transformation. People go, oh, yeah, yeah we okay, love. let's go through this. And by the end, you're excited so the, about the thing documents. that stands out is not about the legals. It's not about any of that. It's actually about how easy you made the process. You know, like it was super easy. And so I was just sitting there going, one, she knows her stuff. Two, she's going to give us what we need. And what we want, because we're at least going to be a bit flexible on that. 
And three, this is super easy. So I was, I was just wrapped, Trace. I was like, she's going to get this thing done. It's going to be awesome. It's going to cost us this much money. You were super clear. And I just, I, if I could work with people like you every day, I'd be wrapped. Oh, I love hearing that. Thank you so much. You've made my day all week, actually. <laughs> well, it's true. It's that. true. Thank I'm you. I'm sure all your clients feel that way. They must feel that way because if you give the clients the same service you gave us, it's just easy. It's easy to get it done. Look, I think they do. I'm, I must I must say that I honestly, well, I live by, is it a motto? I don't know what it is. You know that saying, if you love your work, if you love your job, you never work a day in your life. That's me. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Every day. Since starting my business, every single day I wake up and go, oh, can't wait to get into today. And that's the truth. And that's why I do what I do. So hearing... Hearing you talk like this just warms my heart because it means, yes, I'm kicking the goals, I'm doing all the things, and I love it, and I love these conversations and having feedback like this. So thank you for sharing that with the listeners. I'm so grateful. And the other thing is I don't refer people to businesses if I don't believe in them. And so to get a referral from me means I've either had the experience or I trust you with my clients. And so I've sent you a fair few yeah, now, and I'm, have. which is great, but also I know you're going to take care of them. So it's, an, it's, a, it's a win-win for me. You're beautiful. Thank you. The world needs more people like you. <laughs> we are going to include details of where people can find you in the show notes. And can you please just tell us, because I haven't asked, your Instagram handle, what is that? Emma Armour Queen. That's an easy one. Just look for the pink, people. It is. It is very pink. It's a beautiful pink, though. Okay, so I'm ending all of these episodes this season with three quick questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. One, what is the best business advice that you have received? Surround yourself with the right people at the right level at the right time. Ooh, that is good. I like that. Yeah, because if you're just starting, normally you... You want to be with people that are just starting, but actually is that the right thing for right now or should you be going up a little bit or having working with someone who's a year in or two years in? And that changes. So as you grow and shift and move in your business, you need to find other people that are growing and shifting and maybe you need to level up. Oh, I love that. That is good. That is good. What is the worst business advice you have received? Worst business advice? Oh. What business advice that I have received? Oh, I've received a lot of business advice that goes against my values. And I think if you get business advice from well-meaning people, but it doesn't align with your values, you need to ditch it or inspect it a little bit further And because you've got to sleep with yourself at night. So yes. if it doesn't align, do yes. not do it. Love that. Last one, if you had the chance, what advice would you give to your younger self? All right, can I tell a quick story? Yes, here? absolutely. Okay. I was 15. I'd repeated year 10. My, my parents had split and it had been a diabolical year. I'd repeated year 10. At the end of year 10, I said to my dad, I know what I want to be when I grow up. He's like, what do you want to be? I'm like, I want to be a mechanic. I was always pulling stuff apart, putting it back together. You know, I was the tomboy. I was doing all that. And he looked at me dead in the eye and he goes, no. Nah. I'm like, why? And he's like, you're too little. Oh. Now, back then, well, I'm five foot, right? So I am little, but back then, mechanic garages were all manual. Of course. Right? So he thought, too little, not strong enough, blah, blah, blah. So I said, 
screw you. I'm going to go and work in a mechanic shop for a week to get some experience, which I loved still over his dead body. Was I going to do that? We had celebrated his 70th birthday a few years ago. He's telling this story about how when he was a kid and 15, he told his parents he wanted to become a mechanic and they said no. And I went, <gasps> OMG, father, we had the same discussion. You did the same thing. You let history repeat. So what advice would I give to myself? I would have pushed harder because he said to me, all oh, right, so you would have been a mechanic. I'm like, do you think I would have been a mechanic or do you think I would have owned mechanic garages? Ooh. Right. He was like, I see your point. (laughs) (laughs) So you know what? I probably would have backed myself at 15 a little bit more. I love that. Thank you for sharing that story. Oh, my gosh. Backing yourself. Yes. Well, actually, um, someone asked me recently when I was doing an episode of this podcast, well, Tracy, what would your advice be to your younger self? And instantly it was back myself. Yes. Would you have started? Would you have started business earlier? Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is the second business I've would run, you? so this is not my first rodeo. I have run one before, but I would have done it different. There's too much about expectations, and it's that backing yourself and the confidence, isn't it? So when you back yourself to have the courage to do it the way that you want to do it, the way that aligns with you, and that was not my experience in my previous business. This is though. So yeah, I would have done this a lot earlier. Well, see, I, I, I think to myself, would I have done this 10 years ago? Like, would I really have wanted to do this 10 years ago? And 10 years ago, I would have been 33. So I don't know that I would have had enough experience or runs on the board to do this 10 years ago. Like, it feels like the right time. And I've been in business now for four or five years. So it, felt, it feels like the right time. So I don't think I would have done it any earlier, but I would have pushed a bit harder on some of the other decisions. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And I know that's going to resonate with so many people. Thank you so much for sharing those answers. That was just delightful. And thank you for joining me today and for, for taking the time out to have a chat with me. This has been beautiful. I really appreciate it. And as I say, we'll put all those details so you can contact Emma and get in touch with her down in the show notes. And I'll catch you later. Oh, thank you, my friend. It's been delightful. That's it for today's episode. Short and sharp, just like I promised. If you liked the episode, please be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And I would be most grateful if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As always, remember to keep your business legals in order with my annual legal checklist. You can grab your free copy by heading over to my website, tmsolicitor.com.au forward slash checklist. I'll catch you next week. Thanks so much for listening.